Hi everyone, welcome to the latest Siddiqui Ramblings podcast. As the name suggests, the ramblings of the Siddiqui boys. You may have seen us on TV. I'm Basit Siddiqui. I'm Sid Siddiqui. I'm Umar Siddiqui. So hopefully you'll join us every week just to hear our general thoughts on uh, the world as it is and our little ideas about life in general. If you want to get involved, then feel free to. You can email us on thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. Right, let's get going. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, Basit. Good evening, Basit. Good evening, Dad. Good evening, Omar. Good evening. <laughs> Anyone else to say good evening to? I think we're done, aren't we? Yeah. Welcome back, guys. It's been a while since we've podcasted together. Yeah, we missed last week, didn't we? Yeah. It just seemed like ages, to be quite honest. Yeah. yeah. I've got pod rust. I think that's what they call it when you're like uh, struggling with how to... Uh, uh, to, uh, to, yeah, no, <laughs> I think I'll warm into it. I should be okay. I think yeah. in, in these uh, circumstances, a quick slap around the face helps. Would okay. you like me to do that for uh, you? You know what? I'm going to pass. I think I'm okay now. Okay. Um, before Alpha's there. Thank you. Well, uh, reason we couldn't uh, record our podcast last week is just getting busy, isn't it? It's very crazy mm. at yes. the moment. Uh, the run up to Christmas, Christmas craziness, and it's quite a lot of birthdays in the Siddiqui yeah. household. Many happy returns, Umar. Thank you very much. Uh, we went to Dublin to celebrate his birthday. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the river isn't green, is it, in Dublin? Didn't they say the river runs green in Dublin? Slightly green. Had a green tinge to it. I think... Murky green. I think it's more brown than green. Yeah. But it's <laughs> lovely. If you can mm-hmm. ever get the chance to go to Dublin, Dad, go. Okay. I'll look for a brown river. Yeah. Mm. Pencil it in for next year. Yeah. Um, speaking of birthdays, um, many thanks to... Right, I've got to get this right. Bree Girl in Green. That's her Twitter handle, Brie Girl in Green. Gutted there's no new Siddiqui Ramblings for birthday listening today. Back to a fave again. Um, so many happy returns, Brie, if that is your name. Oh, I'm just assuming I'm sorry so. about that. Yes, very many happy. Belated. But degree to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you for that. That was very nice to read that people were missing the podcast. <clears throat> yeah. um, we've had some more reviews. We're up to three, 35 five-star reviews now, which we're really chuffed about. Excellent. So, Excellent. if you guys are on iTunes, please do review, leave a comment, or even if it's a suggestion for how we can mm-hmm. improve it as well, that would be very much appreciated. Yes, indeed. Right, shall we get into the news items? Yeah. Let's. Shall, are you When you get a wrench, shall, I know you're the anchor man. Shall I do a quick one? I just uh, of course, found then. out today. It's um, a US Navy crew grounded after drawing penis in sky. <laughs> <laughs> I've missed these podcasts. Oh, yeah, missed, yeah. Where do you find these stories, honestly? So <laughs> can, you, can you elaborate? What more to elaborate? Yeah, so there's it's a penis it's... in the sky... Yeah, it's the, I think they were larking about, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not very busy these days. They've uh, done all the bombing and the rest of it. <laughs> so they had few few spare minutes and they thought, why not? So they went into the sky with their... Well, let, let me just read this. So the US Navy issues a formal apology after one of uh, its warplanes flew the unusual air pad in skies over Washington State. And that's what it says, really. And, and they basically made the shape of a penis with, yeah. the, with their plane. You know, like how you do with smoke. 
Yeah. yeah. They did that. Well, they might have done that incidentally. They might have just flown the plane in that formation and it just left a rude. I, I think exhaust. I've seen, I've seen the picture and it's not just the, the member, it's the accompanying bits. The as neighbors well. as well. And they were all symmetrical. So no, it wasn't <laughs> done by accident. Really? Yeah. Well, how on earth did they do it then? Obviously, they skilled pilots. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the US Air Force. Yeah. US Air Force. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, um, Interesting and disgusting. Uh, when they first, uh, first read, I thought, oh God, they've uh, they've drawn Donald Trump's uh, face. <laughs> <laughs> but then I realized, oh no, wait, you no, know, they the actually did do that. <laughs> yeah, excellent. It reminds me of that time when we you saw that cloud in the shape of a middle finger. Yes. Do you think there was someone following you around in a plane, just trying to agitate you? Could be a plane that did that. Yeah, yeah could be. Brilliant. Uh, okay, well, do you want to read your story? Yeah, I've got two stories. Um, both of them are small stories, but uh, they'll tie in with what we're going to talk about later on. Um, fancy smelling like KFC after your bath? Question mark. So no. this is KFC has introduced fri- fried chicken scented bath bombs in Japan. My last story was from Japan. <laughs> I don't get like the Japan Daily, by the way. That's not where I get all these stories from. Yeah. Developed with Village Vanguard, who have a history of producing bizarre bathroom products... KFC is making the product available to Japanese consumers by lottery. Mm-hmm. Only 100 people will be picked at random every day until a certain date. So KFC scented bath bombs. That's pretty interesting. Right. So you have a bath and you come out smelling like KFC. I see. Is this, is this supposed to be good? Is anybody going to be turned down with that sort of fragrance? Chicken is the kind of thing that it's nice to smell cooking... Yeah, when it's in front of your plate and you're eating it. Yeah, I don't know if I want to want the smell of chicken. No, you'd be attacked by foxes and wolves yeah. and dogs. Yeah. Although yeah. you could use the excuse, you know, if you like fry a lot of stuff in your house, you could just say that. Oh, I just I've been uh, I'm using this new uh, yeah, yeah. KFC mm-hmm. shampoo shower gel thing. Mm. I'm not sure if I want to. Smell I'm like not that. sure about that because the only thing I can think of sometime if you're uh, if you love somebody or care too much and you in sort of jest you might say oh you look delicious or something like yeah. that yeah you could couldn't you so I'm just, I don't know whether it's extension to that it's mm. like, yeah well if you do that somebody actually gonna eat me or something yeah or at least yeah. lick you I bet a lot of people are gonna yes. get licked <laughs> yeah yeah I mean they do it with fruit don't they you get fruty shower gel yeah true and stuff like that yes yeah by the time you did it with takeaway yeah I want to smell like a Big Mac okay you get all the ladies you do that like now Big Mac. what <laughs> Sometimes, uh, some parts of the year, you do smell Big Mac-ish. Do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. not a fresh dogs. one. It's yeah. terrible. Oh, all right, yeah. okay. God, man. Somebody actually told me, you know, that you can smell difference between male and female sweat. Yes. Oh, yeah. definitely. Male sweat smells more like onions, whereas a female smells like garlic. Really? Mm. Garlic? Is that the smell? Yeah. Who wow. told you that? I think I read it somewhere. That's pretty good, I mean. It's a Japanese newspaper that... <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to I can I can see uh, uh, Gary Lineker bringing some new <laughs> crisp flavours there woman flavoured crisps <laughs> garlic and onion yeah <laughs> so that's what the first news story and the other one again is uh, food related uh, just desserts court settles food fight this one will interest you dad this uh, stems from India a battle between two Indian states over who invented a popular dessert has ended after two years West Bengal and Odisha both claim to have invented Ros Rasgulla. Oh yes, yeah. a dish of semolina dumplings. Yeah, a court ruled in favour of West Bengal, which maintained the true inventor was a 19th-century Calcutta confectioner. Right. So um, yeah, quite a dispute. Rasgulla is quite a. That's the one 
it's like in a, quite a milky dish, isn't it? No, that's Ras Malai. Oh, yeah. 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 This is a, it's a brown looking thing. You, um, obviously make it, make a dough with the, with semolina. Yeah. Uh, put some butter in it and make some balls and mm. then you can fry them. Yeah. In, in oil. And once they're dried, you then dip them into a sugar syrup. So it's, Sugary yeah, syrup. it's more syrupy. It's more like a jalebi then. Mm. It's yeah, when it's stuff. dipped in there, yeah, but when you eat, it's quite nice because the syrup then soaks into the uh, spongy material. It's a bit <coughs> I'm not a fan of Asian desserts. It's you love them sweet, though, don't you? Yeah. No, not necessarily. Yeah. They are overwhelming. They are a bit of It's just because we're not used to having them. Yeah. yeah. Like people who are in Pakistan or India might eat a Snickers bar and freak out. You never know. So I wonder how did they, how did it, was it amicably resolved? Had yeah, they, two years dispute she, and it, they, and then, fi- they managed to find out that the inventor was this guy oh, in West Bengal. I bet there was a, a big celebration with Rasgullas. Yeah. yeah. Free for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I would look, I mean, if something, a popular dish was created somewhere and you will firmly believe that it was created where you are, you'd yeah. fight tooth and nail to say, no, we invented that. You would do, mm. wouldn't you? Do you think anyone's ever said that about fish and chips? Do you think fish and chips has ever been disputed? That's not <coughs> that it's not a British dish. Mm, I don't know. Shall we cause a stir? Shall we like get another country, an unknown country, and say, "Look, we invented fish we, and yeah. chips. We did it." Do you know the, the croissant originated in Romania? It's not French. Really? Yeah. That surprises me. The French laid claim to it, but if you speak to the French and say Romania's invented croissant, they'll, they'll say, "No, no, they'll be all right with it." They go, "Yeah, we hold, we hold our hands up to this." Uh, it was invented in Romania. Wow, man. Who'd have thought it? Oh, mate, you've come out with facts <clears throat> that are better than your stories. That's never happened before. Yeah, yeah. that's never happened before, yeah. is it? Well it's, done. Yeah, it's that podcast, Russ, I think. It's just... Uh, yeah, sometimes Russ. if you take a bit of a break from podcast, yes. you over-podcast yeah. yes. the mm. next time around. Right, I'm going to try something different today. <coughs> um, you know, with Siddiqui Science, mm-hmm. I went from Siddiqui Science where we did something on yes. the podcast and people couldn't really appreciate what we were doing. But I spoke to some people and they said they liked that. You know that cotton really? balls mm-hmm. thing that we did? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I thought I'd give that a go again. Okay. I suppose the trick is in description while you're yeah. doing that. Describe it fully as much as you can. So I'm yeah. going to commentate through this. But okay. you two have to get up for this bit. So Uma, do you want to take your headphones off? Yeah. A bit nervous. <clears throat> Okay, so this little thing is called sinking into the floor, okay? And it's going to create the illusion for one of you of something strange happening. Okay. You'll probably guess from the title, you're going to think that you're sinking to the floor. I like this kind of stuff. So, Umar, you are the person (coughs) that I would like to sink, okay? Right. So, could you go and lie on the floor face down? Okay. Okay? So, get your friend to lie face down on the floor... With their arms stretched out in front of them. Yeah. So you'll hear a bit of commotion, listeners, as Omer attempts to lie flat on the floor. Yes. Probably shouldn't have chosen the tallest person. Oh, yeah, sure. But you said friends, but it's slightly wrong. There's brothers included in that. I mean, your friend, friend as well. Here. Friend, brother. Yeah. Uh, like this, yeah, Bison? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so get your friend to lie face down on the floor with their arms stretched out in front of them. They should remain completely relaxed. You then lift their forearms up to about your waist level and hold them there for between 30 to 60 seconds. After that, you slowly begin to lower their arms towards the floor, which then makes them feel like they are literally free-falling straight through the floor. The other person will usually call out, 
that this has happened before they are going to hit the floor. So we lift them up to waist level, forearms. Waist level, that's going to break his ribs. It's all right, flexible. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, keep yeah. going. Okay, so <clears throat> we'll go. We'll go there, and we'll count to thirty. Okay. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, we'll go a bit longer, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35. So after that, so we've got to lower it slowly now, very slowly, slowly, keep going slowly. When we look down, Slowly. So we're lowering it down. All the way. Tell us when you feel you're going to fall through the floor. His hands are nearly down. And his hands are down. How do you feel, Omer? Eh? Are you alive? It's the same, yeah. Did you feel like you were falling? I didn't? felt, yeah, when you were lowering it, I felt like I was going <laughs> closer into the floor. But not free falling? You didn't think you were going to go through the floor? No. Oh, man. That was a waste of 30 seconds. Are you sure we did that right? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to do it again. Well, Get... Waist size quite high, to be quite honest. Yeah, did I read that long? Get your friend to lie face down on the floor with their arms stretched out in front of them. They should remain completely relaxed. You then lift their forearms up to about your waist level and hold them there for between 30 to 60 seconds. No, because what you're doing is at waist level, you're making almost 40 degrees angle of a So person. we should have lifted it higher, shouldn't we? No, 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 we can't. We can't, otherwise we would be in pain. His back yeah, that's why giving. I stopped. So basically, listeners, we got to lifting it to about his hips or his shins, to our, to our hips or shins, and, well, knees, really. Yeah. And can you get up now? There was a bit where, sorry, there was a bit where, when you were lowering it, it felt like you were lowering me through the floor. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so... Um, Probably theory is right, and under the right circumstances. Does it mention anywhere um, it, there might have been some alcohol involved in this? Process? Not in this no. particular thing, but you can no. always assume that some has been involved. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. sounds very much yeah. like that. Yeah. Is there um, a, a video demonstration of this? I'll do some research. Yeah. Listeners, if you can do the same, try this little trick, and then l let us know if you experienced any falling through the floor. Yeah. Are you well, sure, Basad, you want to advise that? I, was yeah, gonna say, I would advise that, that there is a slight... Don't, don't try this at back. home. Yes. So, so sorry, Omar, what was that? <coughs> I would have advised that there is a slight pull on the back. So yeah. if you do yeah. do yeah. it, if the person experiences any pain, stop. Yes. Well, I'm quite flexible. Yeah. yeah. You... There's an exercise that you do like that, actually. Called the yeah. plank. Yeah. The pla it's like a stretch. It's out a plank. stretch type of low, lower ab exercise. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so back onto our topic then. Um, this was a topic that we planned two weeks ago, but then obviously Dublin happened. Um Wow, Dad's got like so much paper in front of him right now. <laughs> <laughs> you look like Indiana Jones. I come prepared. You do come I prepared, do come prepared yeah. yeah. Well, quite rightly, Basa said that two weeks ago when I thought of it, um, it just came to me. 
uh, I don't know what I was doing. I was doing something and I, I came up with the idea and I thought, yeah, this is brilliant. And that gave me idea that we should perhaps talk about this because... Okay, so before I stop you, uh, the actual topic, guys, is Sorry. inventions. Okay, so today's t- uh, podcast is all about inventions. Inventions, yeah, uh, correct. Uh, because the world is made up of inventions. If the world only exists because of that, and yeah. I thought I'll do a bit of uh, research on it, history of it. Um, and there's a classic uh, proverb, isn't it? In is it Plato's Plato's Republic? Oh, the okay. mention in there, the necessity is mother of all invention. Yeah, you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you heard of that? So that is, it's the necessity when you need to do something, you make yeah, you something. make it make it happen. Mm-hmm. So using that idea, and I thought, well, what was the first tool? What would be the first tool? So the humans came about, and it says it was about three point three million years ago. The first, the invention. first tool. The uh, first t- tool, tool, yeah, mm-hmm. was invented, but I didn't realize actually human existed 3.3 million years ago. You must be talking the very first man, really. Yeah, and, and obviously they use stones. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean stone is a, a good invention. You just pick it up, don't do anything, and hit somebody mm-hmm. over the head. Yeah, and you have a lethal weapon, haven't you? But that was its necessity, wasn't it? That For was, survival. Yes, survival. Yeah. And then obviously they start carving the stones and yeah. making cutting tools and hammers. Yeah, and it just moved on. So that's quite interesting. Mm. Yeah. So um, I was thinking the examples of early inventions. Uh, I don't know if you can remember some weird and strange things that you know, either come across. Or there have been obviously hundreds of thousands of inventions. Yeah, mm. and most of them have been failures. It's okay. very. <laughs> it's probably only probably thirty percent. Yeah. 20-30% have been successful. That have been successful and yeah. used, yeah. And uh, and <coughs> when inventions are invented to begin with, they're always worked on and tried to improve as well, aren't mm. they? Yes, exactly. Like the one that springs to mind is, you know, the whole penny farthing yeah. thing. And that was invented first before the normal bike that we see today. And uh, it makes you think, why did they make it like that and mm. not the way yeah. that we're used to it? Quite interesting. Um, roads. Roads fascinate me. The whole concept of roads yeah. and how they've evolved over the years, uh-huh. mm. and they—they're just fantastic. Like in this country, if you think about how developed we are and how how much sticklers we are with regards to roads, yeah. motorways, A roads, M roads, all that stuff, mm-hmm. and then the lighting system involved in it. I when I'm driving around, when you go on like a long road trip, you think, Jesus man, this a way to like link this entire country yeah. through all of these little mm-hmm. bits and pieces. But not yeah. every single country has that, do they? They no. drive out into the well, sticks. Obviously, you would have dirt paths or paths just yeah. been yeah. worn out where people have just decided that it is the easiest way to get there. Mm-hmm. And that becomes paths, then eventually it will become road. And that was necessity again, <coughs> wasn't it? Because the Romans that made roads. Yeah. yeah. And so they did it because they wanted to march their troops and all of their siege weapons across. Mm. And it was just an easier way to do it. Yeah. It's quite fascinating. But long before that, I mean, the communication itself—that somebody must have invented way of communicating in in a, in a logical, sensible way. Uh, that must have moved on from sign language or just gibberish mm. or whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then that—how did that? That must have taken thousands and thousands, if not longer, to yeah. come up with something yeah, mm. which you can communicate. Yeah. Not only just do the first thing, but then catalog it. You know, you could create one word. Which will mean probably something to say five or six people. Yeah. yeah. But you add it into twenty people, you wouldn't have. So it's it's also cataloging, isn't it? Yeah. Things. 
It is fascinating. Where I was really, really trying very hard to get to the bottom of it. Yes. Whoever or how was it even thought about it, or yes. is it just natural progression of human brain? It's it's one of the rare instances where a species has used not their own body to evolve, no, but the environment around. Them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, humans are probably one of the few. Animals that will do that, isn't it? Mm, perhaps the only, wasn't it? The I know. only, yeah. No, well, there, there will be Yeah, but they have limitations, yeah. haven't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd but, expect them to have limitations, but even then, they, they, it's, it's that whole, I think you hit the nail on the head with the, uh, where was it from, sorry? Plato's Republic? Uh, uh, yeah. Can I just say, I love how casually you said that, oh, I think it was Plato who said in <laughs> Republic, although <laughs> I heard Dad having a conversation with Oshie downstairs. <laughs> well, which, which one was it again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've read that Plato, but I wasn't sure about that. Yeah. But she said she's. No, I've read the news, the the information about that. Yeah, about the invention. Yes, yeah, yeah. But I haven't read the book, so I should have read the book. And what was it again? <laughs> Necessity is the mother of all inventions. Yeah, that's brilliant, isn't it? It's yeah. so true. You won't make something or do anything about something or try and change something until you absolutely have to. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Which is real. Mm. And what, but then, why does that distinguish us from inventors? Then everybody should be an inventor, shouldn't they? Everybody will have a necessity for something at some point in their life. But I suppose the necessity comes from, um, like, take Alexander Graham Bell. Yeah. Or who's that guy? Edison. He invented yeah. loads of stuff. He did, yeah. His necessity was no greater than anybody else's necessity, was it? No. It's just that he saw the necessity. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he put it to good use. Yes. And he had that kind of mind. Yeah. Where he, he was able to invent something to say, well, we need something. Yeah. Uh, to light the house. Yeah. And I bet nine times out of ten, he wasn't the one who necessarily was bothered about needing it. Yeah. It would have been someone else who had said something. Yeah. And thought, oh, yeah, I could think of something. Well, that. That's actually quite, history is little of uh, these things, uh, littered with these uh, ideas that somebody's thought of it and independently somebody else has thought of it. Mm -hmm. In those days, communication wasn't that brilliant. Mm. They probably were thousands of miles apart, yeah. these civilizations, but they were thinking similar things. Yeah, but made and in a slightly, slightly different yeah, way. Slightly yeah, different, yeah. yeah. Which is brilliant. Yeah. Which, uh, Uma, for you, which uh, invention stands out? Or do you think is historically important? Can't use the wheel. The wheel's not allowed. Can't use the wheel. Yeah. Well, then by default, can't use the car, really, can I? <laughs> yeah. I always love, not inventions themselves, but the ability, like big things, you know, like electricity. Yeah. And nuclear power. Mm. And coal fire. I mean, even like the person who... Invented the concept that burning something releases energy that can be used to cook, yeah, yeah. light things and stuff. Mm. They're like a quite a higher level of they're awareness, aren't they? They're mm. scientific, aren't they? Whereas mm. there are other inventions that are more physical, they're physical, mechanical, yeah. mechanical, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. That they kind of borrow on something that's already been invented. Yes, I mean when people realise that if you r rotate a magnet through or something, well, like uh, magnet, yeah, 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 that you generate electricity, but it's that led on to like a renaissance didn't it loads of people started inventing yeah. stuff using electricity mm. you're quite right there were things independently happening but when you combine the um, electricity the classic one they discovered the magnetism first mm. and then by chance they must have realized that if you rotate that into another magnetic field mm. you can get a, a flow of electrons yeah i mean and that is the electricity but how to to make that connection and make that jump mm. must be incredible yeah yeah it's, it's fascinating. It is fascinating. Uh, it's, it's probably because I am from 
engineering mind yeah. and engineering background. But I think Obviously. everyone thinks about all this stuff. Everybody thinks about it. And uh, what really fascinates me is how inventions predate other inventions. So electricity had to predate nuclear power. I yes. don't think you could have had nuclear power without having somebody discovered electricity. Yes, mm. because the tools that you needed yeah. to in order yeah. to find that yes. were through electricity. And they? it's almost like mankind is slow walking to a ultimate massive invention. Isn't it? Yeah, or are we... Uh, moving slowly and more to our own destruction as well. Yeah. It's almost like we're slowly getting there, slowly hmm. but surely, in terms of every single invention that we make. There are some philosophers who uh, believe that society is built on two structures. There's the superstructure and uh, the infrastructure. And infrastructure is technology. But the superstructure is how humans use that technology. Mm -hmm. And they think that mankind is never advanced enough for the technology they that has been uh, ins installed upon them yeah so we yeah. we aren't fully advanced enough to understand what computers can do for us mm. not fully advanced enough to understand what nuclear power can do for us and what's the reason for that it's just because that the society moves at such a rapid pace yeah that yeah. we don't have time to consider moral implications of things yeah i mean something if something was invented and it was purely for the detriment of mankind you say well that's no there's no point in inventing that it's this thing where you've got a balance between that it is good for you, but it can also be so used to death. Use wrong, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It also, it's a step building as well, isn't it? When the Alexander Graham first came, uh, sorry, Graham Bell first came to do the the, the telephone, that must have been an amazing thing at that mm. happened. But who would have thought in how many years is it since then? Is it a century? A hundred years? Or more than that? More than that, that, yeah. that we will actually be able to uh, to talk to people, not in this planet, this world, but, you know, across the galaxies, isn't it? Yeah. The people who are sort of travelling out there. And yeah, obviously, what I mean, yeah, in terms of the signals So it just, it's leaps and bounds, isn't it, the things hmm. that have happened. God, I've not yeah. even thought about space travel and stuff. That's yeah. crazy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But it's like every single invention that you make in terms of space travel is, okay, we need a rocket to actually get us out there, and then, okay, we need to actually be able to breathe when we're out there. Yes. That kind of stuff fascinates me because it's like, how many steps would you have taken to get to the final perfect, unless, let's say, for example, Mars, these mm. people going to Mars is like the perfect yeah. version of that. How many steps are taken and how many lives have been lost in the pursuit of that? Yeah. Because the testing in order to think, okay, we can't actually breathe out in space. Okay, this thing called gravity, mm. zero gravity is going to happen in space. They must have had to do loads of tests, yeah. loads of failed tests in terms of that. Mm. Yeah. And you do have people who sacrifice themselves on the mm. altar of progress. Uh, I mean, whether it's space travel, like sea voyages, mm. uh, air, air travel. Yeah, air tra but that's yeah. taking a complete... Uh, just to perhaps moving ahead, perhaps we, we have a bit of a section where we probably go... Uh, did you hear somebody was... Um, somebody, very, very rich person is doing this, the way you can go around the world in two hours, less what? than two hours. Two hours? Two hours, yeah. How does that even happen? It just, it's amazing. I don't know the full detail, but he's, it's a real... And the scientists think that it is a possibility <coughs> that you can do that. But can you imagine travel would be nothing? If you want to be in New York for a meeting, mm -hmm. you can still be in your bed here, get up a bit early and yeah. say, right, I'm going to be... <laughs> That's, is that like using some sort of wormhole technology? Uh, it's something I've not actually delved into. It was a, a news item on the radio, and I yeah. just heard it in passing few weeks ago. I was meant to actually go and have a look, but it just came to me now yeah. uh, that what we're talking about. 
That would be like a missile, wouldn't it? You're basically sitting on top of a missile. Or you're going through the core or something like that. I think yeah. you're right. It's, it's you based can't. on, um, what's the name? The hydrogen, what was Oh, hydrogen uh, um, propulsion system. Yes, it's yeah. based on that idea. Mm. Yeah. But obviously you have to be in a pod. You, yeah. you couldn't do something yeah. similar. That sort of technology I think they're looking at. Jeez, mm. amazing, wouldn't it? Like anything to do with flight or anything. I'm just always thinking about what through the stray pigeon or something yeah. like that. How much impact would that be? This would be controlled, mm. wouldn't it? It would be absolutely in vacuum, if you like. Yeah. 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 There'd be nothing here. Mm. So, moving on, or going back, can you think of any inventions that you may have, or any idea that you've seen, thing, is it that ludicrous or what? Uh, I have, I obviously did a bit of research, and there were ten um, these funny or unusual... Oh, wacky, wacky yeah, things. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and out of those, there are two, perhaps, I thought we could talk about it. And I think one of them, Bastard, you may have already... Uh, in Many times you have mentioned this. Yeah, so actually... You want to take this idea to the... Yeah, I'm actually really upset them. that you've told me this, because you know, you, you've know you known me for years, obviously, guys, and this mm. is my go-to invention, where I always thought that, oh, if you... Um, nobody likes it when someone passes wind, do they? Yeah. And I thought, what if you invented an underpant that instead of your trumps coming out and offending people, yeah. they there was something that happened chemically in the shorts... Or the underwear, <laughs> and it and it would change the smell of it. Yeah. And then so you're in a lift. You could uh-huh. even brand these, couldn't you? Yeah. And so you're in a lift, and then someone smells some Calvin Klein, and they go, "Oh, you're wearing Calvin Klein boxer shorts today yeah. because yeah. he farted." And people and it's converted <laughs> to the Calvin Klein scent. Yeah. And I thought that was a genius idea, but today Dad told me with a big smile in his face, "Guess what? Yeah. Someone's already invented the invention." <laughs> See, you two call me idiots. You call me mad. I could have been a millionaire by now. Well, if there's any consolation, that guy didn't become a millionaire at all. Oh, did he not? In, in fact, he was uh, put on a donkey and uh, <laughs> sent off from that village wherever he was trying to do that. So what's no, the no, name of it? Well, it says um, the flatulent deodorizer. The flatulence deodorizer. Yeah. Right. And there's only a picture here, I'm afraid. Uh, what it is, it looks like a carbon pad uh, at the back of a, a, a person's the bottom is shown on the back of a person. It's a diagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using that for our tweet. It says figure five, so where's figures one to four then? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the front. <laughs> and all it is, I think it's a carbon, uh, carbon imp- impregnated um, pad. Yeah. That they strategically put in, in, the, in the place. Right. Yeah, okay. The walkabout with the, Clinch bottoms or something. Mm. So, but uh, the idea was when I saw that our bus had been beaten, well, you know, fairly. Scary. So is it? Well, hang on, that wasn't a success. So you've still got a chance of making something successful. Yeah, but come on, mate. I couldn't. I can get a better name than flatulence deodorizer. Yeah. It needs to be called a f- ascent. That's what I was going to go with. Ascent. Yeah. Ascent. Like that, yeah. 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 But you know how you said that. Um, you could be in a lift and pass wind and someone said, oh, you're wearing Calvin Klein today. Yeah. But there'd still be the embarrassment that somebody had passed wind. Yeah, but you wouldn't care that you're passing wind because it produces a nice smell. Wouldn't you, though? Because now you have to train all of society to say passing wind is okay now because there's no smell attached. I'm passing sorry, wind is still the expulsion of a waste product. Yeah, but passing wind is healthy. You shouldn't hold your farts in. And you know this as a scientist. Right, Use this as an example. <laughs> say you're in a lift. Yeah. And you trump. Doesn't smell, but the sound is like reverberates of the walls and sets off car alarms. That'd still be embarrassing, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I'd always look to the other person next to me and shake my head. Yeah. 
What you need is a silencer as well. So you uh, need a deodorizer and a silencer. silencer. Yeah. yeah. And a stabilizer that yeah. it doesn't uh, produce any, uh, what do you say? Reverberation. Reverberation, yeah. 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 Okay, let's get let's off the Let's get out of that yeah. one. And there was another wacky one. Again, this is a diagram. You probably like that. <laughs> <laughs> Love diagrams, yeah. yeah. Can you see that? There's a gentleman uh, bending over, and his <laughs> his fetish is to, to be smacked on the bottom. I don't know why. With a boot. Yeah. With a boot. Well, yeah. So he's made this contraption. I'll try to uh, describe what it is. It looks like a, a, a two <laughs> no two posts, and between there there is a a paddle which has got four shoe stats to each, <laughs> each oar. So it looks like a windmill other. almost. Yeah, windmill. Yeah. And then he's walking, and he's turning. It's like a t um, uh, treadmill. treadmill. So that when he's walking, he's driving that paddle, and uh, quite nicely, it smacks him on the bottom uh, every time that happens. There are only four; he could have probably put six there. No, but I'm eight. assuming then the faster he walks on that treadmill, yeah, the faster the faster the, the paddle will hit him. Yeah, yeah. it's not like, like a slap either. They look like there's a proper kick of the arse there. Yeah, yeah. If, for people who can't see this diagram, the windmill has shoes at the end of it, mm. isn't it? So yes, yeah, there are shoes. Yeah, the shoes attached Point to them. Yeah. And have you noticed that next to that diagram, there's an advert for fifty percent of brogues? So <laughs> 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 anyone yeah. who wants to invent this can also get some brogues. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is too silly, so I'm going to put that away. Right there. But I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry, that's me, isn't it? I went on a different tangent. Um, I found um, accidental inventions. So I went to thefactsite.com and just... Because it's always fascinated me. I don't know if you remember me talking about fireworks last week where a cook accidentally invented fireworks. Yes. And he realised that this uh, gunpowder changed colour or mm -hmm. something like that and that's how fireworks were invented. Uh, so I did some research into that. Uh, Velcro was made by accident. That's a boring story. Safety glass was made by accident. Yeah. This one interested me, though. In 1942, Dr. Harry Coover set out to create a new precision rifle sight, but failed epically. The substance he created, cyanocryolite, was an utter failure. It stuck to everything. Deflated and dejected, Coover gave up and moved on. Six years later, Coover is overseeing an experiment uh, to design uh, new airplane canopies. Once again, he found himself sticking to things because of that damn <laughs> cyanoacrylite. Yeah. This time, however, though, so six years later, he thought, hang on, this sticky substance could be used for it something. Could be used, yeah. And from that superglue was Sim born. Yeah, cyanacrylate. Yeah. That's brilliant, that is. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, I love the fact that it's sticky to everything. It's like, shit, bastard. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the, six years later, it bastard, it happened mm. again. <laughs> but that's a classic example of lateral thinking. Just because you invent something that doesn't fulfill the function, you have to look, well, what else can, what else can this do? Yeah. yeah. I've got one other one. I, I couldn't not do this one because you, you just got to visualize this. They, we all know about penicillin. Penicillin yes, was yeah, made yeah. by accident. Uh, someone left a petri dish and did mm -hmm. it. But this one. In 1998, pharmaceutical giant, whatever his name is, set out to cure, uh, set out to cure angina pectoris or spasms of the heart's coronary arteries. In plain English, oh sorry, yeah, that was the plain English. In order to do this, they developed a pill. However, it failed and its desire effect uh, and it sorry it, it failed quite terribly uh but the secondary effect of the little blue pill was certainly arousing viagra yeah yeah so basically for viagra they were trying to invent something for coronary heart disease that's how yeah mm. yeah viagra I, really created. Mm. I, I love that fact 
the test subjects you were giving them. <laughs> go, do you feel? Do you feel? Does your heart feel better? Yeah. No, but something feels better. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even say anything. I go, yeah, it feels fine. Give me some more of that blue stuff. Yeah, yeah. You go, why? You, why have you got a cushion? Like, why have you put pillows there? <laughs> but it's a, uh, like history is a, is littered with all these chance yes, discoveries. Yeah. Isn't yes. It? Yeah, I think it's a very clever person who just sits down at a, at a drawing board and invents something off the top of their head. Yeah, and it's they're what usually they looking for something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and they're quite good on it. Was the penicillin was uh, invented that way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. By chance. something about a petri dish, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Where he left it for a while. He was just a messy bugger. Yeah, yeah, Alexander yeah. Fleming. Yeah, who was it? Sorry, Alexander Fleming. Fleming. But around the same time, another guy called Ernest Florey. He and he made a similar discovery. But people don't credit him with it. They always credit Alexander the Fleming. The fluky guy. Yeah. 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 What was uh, Fleming trying to invent? Or was he... I think he was He was just working with some bacterial cultures and he was trying to, I don't know, create a vaccine or something. Yeah. And like you said, penicillin is a fungus that just grows everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And he'd left these cultures out. Penicillin grew and the bacteria was growing. And where he saw that the penicillin was growing, he saw like what they call a zone of inhibition. So bacteria would grow, 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 and then stop growing where the colony of the fungus was oh. so the fungus was releasing something that was killing stopping the bacteria from growing yeah. fascinating that's amazing it is, isn't it, isn't it? Yeah. Clever. but I mean credit to him he was he observed that and yeah. he was able to filter well, it well that's and, yeah. that's another thing isn't it because if you have that mind which is open and you absorb everything that's happening these things happen anybody like me would have said oh god I didn't want that so forget <laughs> that I will just move away <laughs> yeah, from it yeah you Not know. unbeknownst to you, you're inventing Absolutely. the greatest thing so in the world. So you have to have completely wide open mind. Anything can happen and you should yeah. be observing that. I think when I eventually make my boxer shorts that smell nice, I'll accidentally and inadvertently invent like a jetpack, like a jetpack, jetpack boxer shorts instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wouldn't be thinking about that, so it'll go to waste. Yeah. Such yeah. a shame, honestly. I think the trick is to keep your eyes and your ears open all the time. Yes. Mm. Or in my case, my nose. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Talking of jetpacks, they they are available mm-hmm. now, aren't they? They're very expensive. They're oh, they actual yeah. jetpacks. Yeah. Well, you put them. You they're like uh, suitcases, if you like. Yeah. But very thin and lightish. I think they weigh five kilogram each, and so you, you can put one put in them your hand. On your, yeah. They you put. Uh, it's like a massive glove, if you like. Your hand can go in them. Yeah. And then I think there's one on your back as well. Yeah. And obviously, you have control to fire them, and what? you just lift up. Oh man! But these wouldn't be just. A, you'd have to have lessons, and you'd be. Well, apparently, they said no. That's what um, uh, was. I was surprised to hear that there is no legislation about it. yet. Obviously, obviously, it will yet. be once. It will be if, if it takes off. Yeah. Can you imagine everybody, you know, bumping into it? Mm. Um, uh, each other in the space it would be terrible. Wouldn't it? Well, this is it with drones coming in, with planes obviously already out there. Yeah. Birds. Is there actually any room in our sky anymore for anything else? <laughs> I think it's more room in the sky than on the road. Possibly, I don't know. It's getting up there now. It's like my vision of it always has been uh, Back to the Future too. I love that, mm. and I honestly thought in our lifetime we'd get flying cars, like proper flying cars, yeah. everyone flying around. Yeah, but I just don't see it happening. It's TV light to you, isn't it? Yeah, always does. I mean, sometimes with invention, the reason that something better doesn't get invented is because what we're using at the moment is probably pretty good yeah. anyway. Mm. And I almost resent the fact that people are always trying to improve. Like, I'll tell you what I can't stand, which is weird because we do Gogglebox. But the whole concept of how we've moved to normal TV, 
to HD TV to 4K TV. Yeah. Do you really need that clearer picture? Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Are you fussed by that kind of stuff? Not really. No. Mm. But my mate, you know, Sanj, I've probably mentioned him before. Yeah. He loves that. He could stand in a shop and look at the quality of a TV really? there for ages. Yeah. And I, I don't care. And I've, I've, I've thought that once I, you, it'd been around for a few years, the <coughs> concept of Blu-rays and everything. Mm-hmm. I care a little bit more, but still don't care. Yeah. But you can't go back now, can you? No, this is it. You can't even take one step back. You no. can't even go from like 4K to back to... That's right. What you, was you, that get, you get um, sort of used to better quality. Yeah. Very true. But I mean, they, they also say that the simplest ideas are the best. Yeah. But do you find now that things are just too complicated for that, for that adage to be true? Mm. What was the last simple thing that somebody invented that people said that now everybody is using it? You tend to find them in the Avon catalogue, don't you? You know, they're like little things that have been around yeah, forever, yeah. but they just subtly changed. Mm. Yeah, I think this terminology simple is um, relative or subjective, if you like, because our minds have evolved quite a lot. Yeah. So we're capable of co- uh, coping with mm. more complicated. I mean, look at the telephones, for instance. I mean, mobiles. Yeah, there's just a they're, they're super computer in your hand, aren't they? Yeah. For you lot, it's brilliant because you can just do it automatically. I struggle with it. So that's automatically telling you that you're evolved already to accept that sort of technology. Yeah, yes. And, so the that, and then Amelia probably be even more so. Yeah, 100%, mm. yeah. But then her writing will go out the window, won't it? Well, the yeah. old school stuff. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's always yeah. a side effect to these things, yeah? One of the things I think people need to do more of is attach stuff to magnets or key rings, like bottle openers. Why did yeah. we stop at bottle openers? That's true. What else could you put in a key ring that you think... Yeah, oh, but the yeah. key ring needs to be light and sort of, you know... Not, yeah. not uh, that you know, big bunch of keys, you know, a big, big bunch of tools hanging yeah. from you, you need. Like a Swiss Army life. Yeah. You know, one thing that I never understood, why do we still fumble around with Yale locks on house doors? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've gone so far with electronic electric locks on cars. Yeah. Why not have them on houses? Yeah, remote central locking yeah. on a car. Yeah. It's, it's, they're pretty good, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely, you're right. Proof. It will happen. Yeah. In fact, it's happening already yeah. with, the, with the modern buildings, with the, these tower blocks and office Is uh, it? suites. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the hotels, I suppose, you've got yeah, a car yeah, access. Car, yeah, 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 but not in a house. I don't know if I trust it. It's the cost, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. But it should be, the option should be there. Mm. Locksmiths should offer that service to somebody. Or like bio-retinal scanners and stuff like that. Mm. Because I tell you, I'm really concerned about my prostate. I'm fumbling around with keys, like trying to get through the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) And if I have have something happens, I'm going to blame the Yale for it. Well, if, if if you can wait long enough for Basel to invent underpants, which will take care of that, yeah. uh, then you will, you'll be all right. Well, yeah. they won't help me there, will they? <laughs> hmm. what, the, what you've got to ask is, why have you got so many keys for your house key? Yeah, it's not just that. It's dark as well when you're fumbling around in the dark. That's what you need, right? I'm yeah. inventing an invention right now. You do need like a little mini torch attached to your key yeah. or a glow in the dark key. But not enough for it to be glow in the dark. It's got to illuminate even just a little bit so you can find the hole. Because I've noticed that with the fence. You know, we've had the gate put in for the dog and I've got to go around the back in the dark mm. when I finish filming. Mm. And I, I'm there for about half an hour trying yeah. to find that hole. Because the security light doesn't shine a light on that, on that keyhole. Mm. Yeah. So I was. That's it. I'm going to invent that. If you're listening to this, don't steal my idea, please. What? Glowing dark? 
Glowing the dark. No, but no, I'm not maybe just... something. You could have a glowing key. Not. It doesn't need to be glowing. You're not. Glowing won't be enough. It well, needs to be, be enough such a light. enough glow to find yeah, the key. Yeah, yes. you'd have to have a pretty intense glow. Yeah. Illuminating. Yeah. yeah. And I think also that the best minds are in are on inventions in the daytime. We've got all our best minds. <laughs> we need to focus on inventions in the dark. Yes. I think the best inventors, Dyson and and his his group of people, they're too focused on what people are doing in the daytime. Yeah, you're right. I think the real gold mine is that after dark. <laughs> yes. Speaking of which, yeah. actually, because I don't know about you, but hoovering is a pain in the arse. So if I could do that at a time that's like dark, like at night time, yeah. that would be brilliant. But you can't, can you? Because it's loud. Why has no one made a silent hoover? <clears throat> Dyson, man, get on it. What's his first name? John. John Dyson. I don't know, it's John. Is it John? But he's one of these, isn't he? He's one of these that looks at something and he's he's done everything that you possibly can now to a vacuum cleaner, isn't he? Yeah. Well, obviously he's not because we haven't got a silent one, have we? But if he's not <laughs> done that, that means it just cannot be done, Buzz. No, you see, this is what I don't believe, and it's similar with Apple iPhones and stuff. Yeah. They've got the perfect version of that sitting in a vault somewhere. Okay. But they're bringing it out in dribs and drabs so they can make more money from it. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's I, don't, sinister, I don't want to get all, like, controversial and, like, mm. conspiracy theory, yeah. but uh, that's what I think. Uh, are we ready to put this to bed? I think so, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the subject is vast, and then we yeah. carry on, but it's just... Uh, I don't think we need to add a, add a patent pending to this podcast, do we? No. I don't think anything that we discussed here is going to make us... Uh, um, patent pending, that uh, glow-in-the-dark key. So don't think of stealing that, please, listeners. Somebody will come back and say, I have got one of those, Bassett. Would you like to uh, talk to me about it? Yeah, I would do. We would also like genuinely some feedback on this podcast. I, it's like, what invention do you think? We're not talking about the big things. Yeah, internet and cars. Yeah. yeah, what little thing has made your life easier? Just a little yeah. bit easier. And yeah. it's not. Uh, I think in me- word invention is probably very specific. It's mm. ideas as well. Yeah, how yeah. you can make something. I mean, I have uh, not invented anything, but I have come up with some ideas to make work easier at work at yeah. home. Yeah, and when I do DIY stuff, I found mm. ways and means of doing mm. things quicker. So it's anything that can make your job in hand easier. You've been a bit innovative. Uh, yeah. To help yourself yeah. out, yeah, I think would be the thing. Somebody was telling me about you know the cocktail umbrellas. Mm. That's an invention. Yeah, right? but the guy who made this, he made a lot of money from cocktail <laughs> umbrellas. That's a very simple idea, isn't it? He, he just did... looked at an umbrella and go, "We need a smaller version of this." Yeah, he's just shrunk a bigger version yeah. of something, hasn't he? And he's made something from it. <laughs> Why though? I just don't understand. What does the umbrella do? To... It doesn't do anything to the drink, does it? Other than make it look a bit Fancy. sexy. Well, this is it. Sex sells, though, doesn't it? Uh-huh. If you do something sexy, then people buy it. So you find some people find Umbrella sexy? Well, actually, it's quite interesting. Uh, when we first started doing the podcast, uh-huh. we were interrupting each other too much. So we actually used cocktail umbrellas and held them up, didn't we? Exactly. We found another use for them. Yeah. What a shitty use. Why did you <laughs> Why did you think of having cocktail umbrellas? I, I think I was looking for a flag, small we flag, a flag or something. Yeah. But I won't find it. And you mentioned it again. Are you on commission from the umbrella guy? <laughs> no, from the Japanese newspaper. <laughs> right. Uh, on that note, uh, thank you very much for listening. And we shall hopefully, no, definitely talk to you next week. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.
So that's another Siddiqui Ramblings wrapped up. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd love to get involved, uh, we'd absolutely love to hear from you. So that email address again is thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. We're aiming to make this podcast a weekly episodic podcast and that can only be done through uh, reviews. So if you guys could review us, five-star reviews on iTunes, that would be a massive, massive help to get the word out. So the more reviews, the better. Until next time, it's bye from Basit Siddiqui. And it's bye from Sid Siddiqui. And it's bye from Umar Siddiqui. See ya.